in our podcast, Billion Dollar Mind, out on the majors. And we're just about to release, uh, we're past 10 episodes now, so it's going to be released out into the podosphere, if that's a word, uh, for consumption from the world. And uh, a little bit about today's room, we're having an open discussion about coaching, uh, you know, and I run a coaching uh, system called Exonerate, so that's why the word Exonerate is up there. And it means to release ourselves, to release ourselves from all of the default programming and thoughts, feelings, behaviors, and stuff from the past that may not benefit us anymore. And so my approach, I believe, is a, 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 a process of letting go of those things into our greatness and magnanimousness. So that coaching, the room today is on coaching and discussing what we do as coaches, and all of us are coaches, by the way. Uh, and that's just a little teaser on what we're going to talk about today. And Maggie has agreed to be our special guest as an expert in coaching, as well as uh, being a coach of coaches and bringing coaches together uh, on her new Awoke platform. So if we're ready to kick it off, Phil, just let me know. I do just want to say that I don't think I'm an expert, literally anything, but thank you, Kate. I love you. Ah, Maggie is a, a sharer of value. <laughs> I'm still figuring this life thing out, you know. I can't, I'm not even an expert in Maggie, so I can't claim anything else. I'm still learning about her, man. Oh. Thank you, though. <laughs> spoken, spoken like someone who has a lot of value to add. Okay, well, um, would love to welcome all of you to the New Media Collective Clubhouse Room meeting on Tuesdays and Thursdays at Three Mountain Time. I'm Kate in Denver, and I'm the facilitator of the New Media Collective as well. We have our podcast that we are live broadcast, not live, but broadcasting to you uh, through the Clubhouse Room, our podcast, Billion Dollar Mind. And today, we are so fortunate to have Maggie from on the stage as our special guest to sort of help us lead a discussion about coaching others and tips, tricks, uh, just general understandings of how to work with others. Uh, and I think that's one of the most crucial skills as entrepreneurs uh, that we can learn from sales calls to uh, consult consultation calls to teaching people and educating people, coaching has a front row seat in our entrepreneurship ventures. So uh, Maggie, I would love to introduce you out there to the world as well as to our audience in the clubhouse. Um, so Maggie, would you just give us a, a brief introduction of who you are and what your philosophy is on coaching? Sure, hi everyone, my name is Maggie Fromm. I am the founder and CEO of Awoke. Awoke is a platform for personal development. It's a platform for community and connection, bringing people together to help them discover more of who they are so they can find their gifts to bring their gifts to the world. Uh, my background is primarily in marketing and advertising in various industries. I've worked in nonprofits, casinos, and worked with various industries such as cannabis, 
auto industry, hotels, you name it. Um, left all that to kind of follow my heart, which is really helping people in a different way. Um, and to kind of touch on a little bit of what you're saying about coaches and, and coaching, you know, I think that the best coaches are able to know themselves enough to set themselves down and show up as their highest self to just listen and just be, hold space for their client and to really be able to listen with a good ear and not bring their ego or their self into, into the room um, and just allow that person to have the space to express. So hope that answers your question. Thanks, Kate. Thank you so much, Maggie. Yeah, um, it's great to have you here in the New Media Collective Clubhouse room and out there on the airwaves on Billion Dollar Mind podcast. You mentioned something interesting about showing up as our true selves. Is our true self really anything to do with our ego? That's one question that I have. And I would love to open it up to any of our uh, moderators and co-hosts on stage. And before I do that, I do want to introduce each and every one. We have Anthony Sabatino from New York, a business strategist. We have Phil Better, our podcast mogul from Canada. And we have Pritik Bansal joining us on stage, a student, chef, coder, and entrepreneur. And we also have Umaima Rose, a beautiful coach. Need I say more? Uh, you'll hear what she has to say, I'm sure, throughout this podcast. So welcome, everybody, to this really beautiful roundtable. And I would love to open the floor to that first question, which is showing up as ourself. Does that have anything to do at all with our ego? And so I would open up the discussion with that question first. And if you do have anything to add or share, just flash your mic and that will let me know that you will have something to add. And in the meantime, while you're thinking of that question, maybe I could clarify a little bit too. Um, you know, what is the difference between showing up for ourselves? Truly, and showing up in ego, I suppose. So I saw Maggie blink her mic. So I'm going to hand the microphone to Maggie, my friend. Sure. So from my perspective, we can't ever leave our ego. You know, our ego is definitely a part of us, a part of this um, human experience that we're having. However, you know, working on your self-awareness is key so that way you can be aware of when your ego is coming into play or uh the highest version of you and when and your ego is not necessarily bad in my for my view one perspective is your ego is kind of every aspect of you that's ever been that's trying to keep you safe or uh fulfill something within you that you have yet to see like um maybe you have a need for attention or the spotlight and that's stems from whenever you were younger, you know, maybe you were the youngest sibling and always put, you know, shut down and you weren't able to speak your truth and you weren't able to share um, whatever was going on. And now you really want to do that, right? Unless you're aware of that, unless you're aware of like why that com comes about, that part of you may come out unconsciously. You know what I mean? So personally, you, your, your ego is part of you. 
um, from, from my perspective. And I always say from my perspective, because there are infinite perspectives. Everybody has their own. Indeed. So true. I really resonate um, with what you said, Maggie. Uh, get out of my head, please. <laughs> I do. I, I have that uh, feeling that, you know, being uh, in the spotlight is one of the things that, um, you know, my own ego has difficulty um, making sense of because my ego wants everything to be perfect. And when you said perfection there, really resonated with me. But I would love to get to some others on the stage. Um, so I would maybe ask Anthony if he has any ideas, uh, any anything to add to this. Yeah, definitely, Dayton. I, I think when Maggie said there's infinite perspectives, I think you're right. I tend to lean into your perspective. Actually, I actually align with that a lot. Um, in you know, my experience, one of the best ways to look at, you know, your higher self and reference your ego is I believe, you know, your your highest, highest self is fully attainable when you understand that you're one with your ego. Right? So like kinda of like adding to what she had said, uh, Maggie had said, I think once you kind of come to grips that you are one with your ego and they're not two separate beings and everything that it has been there, kind of like you said, it's been there to, you know, everything that you've done to keep you safe kind of thing. Um, I think there's some serious truth to that. I think, um, I think there's differences between, you know, your personal everyday ego, your spiritual ego, your, your, I feel like there are different, you know, sects of it. Um, but at the end of the day, I do feel like you're all one with it. And I think to come that, to come to that realization, I think holds a lot of power because you no longer are living in that source of separation that really is the ego and you're more living in that oneness of everything which allows you I think to just I think it allows just more growth to happen in everyday life and more consciously within more uh, more awareness of it because you're no longer trying to separate it from yourself does that make sense indeed indeed sometimes silence uh, a moment to ponder, to think, or to feel. Uh, one thing you said, Anthony, there, I am one with my ego. I'm not two separate beings. Uh, and it, 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 it occurs to me that while coaching another person or people, now there's a multitude of differing egos and awarenesses. So sometimes... That could be challenging. And so I would love to talk maybe about what is one of the first things that you do when you meet someone in order to, I don't know, open up to who they really are and who you really are and make sure that those two beings are the ones that meet as opposed to ego to ego connection. Um, I guess an example in my book would be, uh, you know, hey, Frank, how you doing? Man, I've got 8,000 followers on my Instagram page, and I'm killing it. And the world is my oyster. And it's amazing. You know, and Frank, what do you say to that? So, um, you know, that is, I guess, in my head and mind right now, does anyone resonate with that? Like the first time you meet someone, your initial experience. Anthony yeah. is a is Lincoln. Go for it, Anthony. 
Sure. So I actually have this one phrase that I really, really love, and it uh, resonated with me with what you said in terms of, you know, some of the things you ask someone while you're either coaching them or trying to get to their deeper meaning of what they're out to. So the phrase basically goes something like this. So the whole point of it is to ask why three times, because the first why is what they think. The second why is what they think you want to hear. And the third why is truly how they feel. Right. So a lot of times I think we put up some barriers in in terms of just answering to others because we have such a, you know, a natural inherent way to want to look good, especially when we're looking at other people who are trying to dig deep in us. We usually don't love to just vulnerability is usually pretty hard for people is what I'm saying. So I think, you know, to be able to just ask why a couple more times or it couldn't even be the question why the question is kind of arbitrary. It's more to try or dig into it three more at least three times because I think at that point you at least know the truth behind what they're saying and why they're saying it so I think in terms of coaching and getting into someone's true meaning and their true self um, to be able to actually help them right because that's the end of the that's the end goal there um, I do think it takes one two or three um, pushes in order to kind of create that yeah I'm reminded of a I'm reminded of that exercise the seven levels of, of why you know asking yourself why seven times to get to the real core issue and anthony thanks that's beautiful Does anyone else have anything to add to that yeah in that in that same thought i um one of my teachers had shared with me um something that i use quite often and it's a question instead of asking how are you to ask how's your heart because and i i work mainly with women and so that that to me is very important because when we come back to our hearts and we come back to approaching life from a heart-centered way, that's when we are really living in an authentic way and that's when we can also communicate from an authentic way. Um, and so in my experience, just asking that, how is your heart and asking it with full presence can really do miracles in really getting the person to open up and really share from their heart, not from their mind. I love that. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, Maggie, Maggie, please. I love that so much. And um, just to kind of take it full circle too, like going back to your example with strength, um, Kate, you know, someone, someone who's approaching you with very much showing up with like, an egocentric kind of way. I think that was what you were describing, like describing how many followers they have, etc. Indeed, um, yes. You know, at the end of the day, is like re remembering that we only have like control over ourselves, right? So having compassion for this person because they don't yet feel safe enough to be their authentic self. But for you to show up as your authentic self to maybe ask a question like you mind said, like, how is your heart? You know, bring about that authentic version of you to let them know that it's safe for them to to let that guard down and to be present with you you know what i mean so letting the guard down oh i mean isn't that like oh wow isn't that the coach's dream or isn't that a, a person that's on a consult call's dream you know to just dispense with all the social conventions and how's your heart Umaima, I mean, I'm going to use that in my own way um, going forward. I think something similar I had asked, uh, 
in the past was um, what's on your mind, what's on your heart. But I, I really want to just leave off the what's on your mind because everyone is asking whenever we say what's up, how you doing? We expect certain answers. We expect fine. <laughs> uh, well, I, th- I think that also comes from the social construct that is around uh, just a question, how are you? Oftentimes in our societies, when somebody asks, how are you? They don't really want to know how we are. They're just asking out of politeness. And the expectation is that we will answer, I'm, I'm fine. How about you? And we have lost in our modern societies, we have lost that genuine inquiry and genuine desire to know how the other is. And so to me, that's why the question, how are you, isn't effective anymore. Wow. Wow. You know, something also occurs to me. I believe it is in the Japanese culture that it is okay to leave some space. In fact, it's encouraged. And maybe I'm wrong on that, so please don't mark my words. But uh, I believe it's the Japanese culture where someone finishes speaking and it's almost like countdown from 10 and it becomes uncomfortable for someone outside that culture and for for this human being living in colorado usa uh you know we have to fill every little space uh so umaima i want to kind of reflect back to you um how do you practice silence without feeling I mean, uncomfort is part of it, but how do you teach people to practice silence? That's a really deep question. Um, I think to me, and, and just to circle back to what you were saying, there is there's a thought that if you are in a conversation and someone says something and you leave about I think it's nine seconds of silence after it, the person will automatically say something else because that silence is so uncomfortable that oftentimes people will just continue speaking because they don't want to sit in that silence. Um, but to me, the way that I approach that silence is just a, almost an agreement at the beginning of any conversation or any relationship that I'm about to build um, that silence can also be a moment of respect to whatever is coming up for the other. And, um, and I'm thinking obviously of coaching sessions or um, deep conversations, even with a friend and just that reminder that sometimes it's okay to leave a little bit of silence for anything that needs to be processed or anything that needs to still come up so that that experience that the person who is speaking their truth is are having, they're not disrupted by the answer that comes automatically from either the coach or the friend or whoever is having the conversation with them. Um, but yeah, it's teaching silence is, is a hard thing. It's an experience that we should have. 
Hmm. Does anyone else resonate with what Umaima has said? Yes, I do very much. I love that so much. I mean, I think silence is almost like a lost art. And even just taking the time to be silent yourself can really help reset that. I personally like very like rarely like listen to music or anything at my house. Like I pretty much just leave my whole apartment silent, which um, some may think is weird, but I guess I just like to be with my own thoughts and my own energies. Because little do you know, even like listening to the radio or listening to music or watching TV, like you're taking on the energy of whoever created that. Um, or maybe what it reminds you of or something like that, right? So silence is super powerful. Thank you for sharing. Mm. Anyone else? My name is Pam. Thank you for inviting me to the stage. This is totally my kind of topic. I really believe in silence. I think you should be very comfortable with live with yourself and uh, you develop a mindset what you you can focus on yourself what you in what you need in your life too much noise you can get away from your uh, from your uh, what do you call the 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 list you have in your mind what you need to do the more you stay alone you internalize everything you're doing and uh, i can focus more on those chores or lists what you call it i'm very happy alone i don't like tv i don't like radio I want, I want to watch, go to clubhouse rooms, watch the mindset rooms. I, I enjoy, since the clubhouse especially, I enjoy being alone. And uh, they, it's not that I'm not social, but I love my, my own company. I don't need a company to please myself. Thank you. I'm done speaking. I appreciate the room. Oh, I love my own company. <laughs> Oh, Pam, it is so wonderful to have you here uh, in the New Media Collective Room. One of our values is uh, authenticity, and that goes into communication, and that goes into the pacing of one's voice. Uh, you know, our voices are a beacon uh, you know, it's almost as if my voice is like the conductor of a band. And, you know, as I speak quicker and speak faster and hype, 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 you know, um, somehow our ears are connected to our uh, those what are called mirror neurons in the brain. And I start acting like you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been told I talk too fast. I try to calm down. I think anybody from India, Delhi, is there. I've never, I've been, I've been in this country for the last 40 years. Never tried to change accent, never tried. I'm very happy with myself. I don't want to change. If it's for the better, I will change. But authenticity, my feelings, my care, honesty, I don't want to change that with the, in the rat race. And thank you, done speaking. Oh, celebrate that, Pam. Thank you very much for being in the room with us today. It is 
time to let everyone know that this is the New Media Collective. We do record this room, as is mentioned in the bio, uh, for our podcast called Billion Dollar Mind. And that is a podcast that we are now at episode 11, I think, and we can start to push it out to the major podcast platforms. And everyone's voice here is welcome. So I would like to kind of shift back into the topic here, uh, exonerate coaching um, and working with others is coaching, right? So what are we letting go of by practicing silence? And I would love to stay on this topic of silence uh, because particularly on voice social media, we don't have the visual stimulation necessary to make that uh, immediate impact on people. And I think one of the things I've done is rely on my own voice um, going up in timbre and quicker um, to grab people's attention. Um, so if I guess the question I have in that is that, you know, balancing, maybe it's more of a statement, balancing our voice and speaking deliberately and clearly through our business, our movement, our nonprofit. Um, what are some ways this panel has to catch yourself in your ego and return to awareness? Let me repeat that question. What are some ways that you have that you can capture when your ego is in full swing and bring it back to your awareness. And I'll leave the floor open for some comments. Take it. By the way, I counted nine seconds purposely. That's what nine seconds of beautiful silence sounds like. Mm. Ain't it grand? Mm. If I may, uh, yeah. the, the, the thing that I like to do now, more so than anything, is to take you know anywhere from five to ten seconds to just breathe. I mean, every time I feel those moments. Yes, indeed. Taking five to ten seconds to inhale and exhale. Uh, by the way, that was Ty Rankin in our room. And uh, Ty uh, was actually taken away by the internet gremlins for a moment. He'll be back shortly. <laughs> in fact, there he is. There's Ty. He's back. He, he uh, got a force. Got lost in the. Yeah. Ma well, maybe it. Maybe the internet decided. The the higher beings decided. Tyler, it's Ty. It's time to take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just maybe. Uh, but uh, but yeah, man. But honestly, uh, like I was saying there, um, being put onto the idea of awareness more so in that 
that release that you get from just breathing. Um, that's honestly why I love being out in nature. Because uh, you really, when I can really hone my breath and take a look at myself, just take it all in and then exhale uh, everything that I don't need, whether that's an emotion, that's a thought, um, feeling, um, you know, it, 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 that is priceless. Um, so I know that's been a big way for me to uh, find my balance when I feel that, that egotism creeping in, especially in the in the wrong way. Um, sometimes in, in in a good way too. Uh, it's definitely good to acknowledge the ego. Uh, as I've heard you say countless times in our uh, interactions, but um, uh, just taking the time to breathe, it's it's very it's very soothing for the soul indeed, and it's uh, something that I'm passing down already to my next generation. And I see its benefits happening from uh, just watching my son. Uh, he does it for his little sister, and it brings me joy every time. Uh, where he slows down there in a uh, in like a thunderstorm. Sometimes they both get scared, and sometimes she'll tell him, "Lies, you got." Remember what Daddy says, you know, so breathe, slow down, breathe. And it's, 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 it's like it's like that's that's like God coming down, like and just saying, like, "Hey, you're doing something right here, regardless of what it what it, the appearance may be to the outside world. You're doing something right because this connection with your kids is lasting and." You know, I, they pick up on the things that I've been learning to teach myself because literally no one taught me. Um, so um, I, I just give thanks for that, honestly. But, um, yeah, breathing is, is definitely big when you need that moment to just, like, check yourself. So uh, I'm, I'm Ty, by the way. I did not uh, introduce myself. Um, but, yeah, I'm Ty Rankin. You see the R here because there's a Ty Rankin that plays NCAA basketball who comes up on Google searches and everything else. And I had to make sure that I don't get that confused for when I'm actually being researched by folks. <laughs> but uh, uh, that's uh, I yield the mic on that one. And hello to everybody in this room. Well, Ty, I'm grateful for you. Mm. Mm. Thinking about uh, our younger generation working with each other. Kids teaching kids to be calm and centered and aware. So beautiful. Does anyone else have anything to add when it comes to noticing our ego? I was just going to say that was a really good question, Kate. And I think that, um, to be perfectly honest, the best way that I generally become aware of it is through someone else reflecting it back to me. Like, and then being like, and then coming back to that awareness. That's the only thing I can really think of. Because um, whenever you're expressing yourself, like, it, it's a, it becomes like an almost an unconscious part of you that, it, that is expressed. And then you, then you observe yourself being unconscious. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. It's not necessarily have to be bad. It's just, it's just, um, it's just an aspect of you that you've yet to have uh, your awareness on. So I think like through other people, is definitely the way that, that I see that more than anything. Thank you. Anyone else? Thank you, Maggie. Um, yeah, I, I definitely second that, Maggie. Uh, reflection from other people are definitely a really good helper to spot those times where we go too deep into the ego and then um just reflecting back on what you were saying ty i think it's 
for me, it's also the idea of breaking the cycle. And that could be the generational cycle, just like what you're doing, because you said you're not, you, you weren't taught these practices or these techniques, but then you're learning it and you're passing it down to your kids. Um, and so they're going to have the chance to grow up with something like that. And so they'll have more techniques and tools to use as they grow up. And for me, in my own experience, it's also noticing my own cycles and my own um, habitual thoughts or habitual patterns and having the awareness of that cycle and taking a moment to breathe and just deciding to go a different way. Um, yeah, I guess that's, in my experience, what's been the most prominent. Thank you. The ebb and the flow, Umaima, thank you for that reminder. <laughs> Life is an ebb and a flow, just like the breath, but on a macro level. Oh, wow. Well, I do want to take an opportunity here to reconnect with our podcast audience wherever you may be in this world listening to billion dollar mind podcast you're listening to some amazingly strong aware people on stage conscious entrepreneurs and coaches and uh, people that are living a lifestyle based on authenticity and that is who you're listening to i'm kate i'm in colorado and i facilitate the new media collective and I did want to introduce uh, another person who came up on stage with us, Divi Anshu. Divi, it is so nice to see you on stage, Divi. Would you like to say hello to everybody on this clubhouse and out in our podcast land? And uh, before I have Divi speak, I just want to say Divi and I met. Uh, we're on completely different continents, but it feels like he's right next door to me because we get to network with each other uh, through these beautiful digital means. So Divi, I would like you to introduce yourself to everybody, please, sir. Thank you so much, Dave, for presenting me this opportunity. And yes, since I have connected with Dave, Raj, and everybody in the new media collective, it has been a great journey so far, and it was uh, so much learning here. And such amazing people I have met here, and it's always amazing to, you know, come here and share the stage. Uh, I hope my voice is audible because last time I get uh, a review that your voice was... Uh, you're coming distorted. through loud and clear, just like you're in the next okay. room, Divi. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, so my name is Divyanshu. I am 26 years old, uh, live in India, based in India, Delhi. And uh, I call myself as a digital marketer. It's been four years in this industry now. Uh, have been dealing with clients of various industries from travel to e-commerce and healthcare industry. And uh, I have worked with companies also, uh, like two or three companies I have worked, I've switched. The ones I thought that it's not suiting my uh, type of lifestyle, my type of uh, work, I have switched that. And currently I'm working at iPod, uh, Noida. So I'm looking forward and on a journey to become the best digital marketer and uh, on a way to that, meeting new people, connecting with amazing people like here. Uh, so, and I'm really enjoying this conversation of exoneration and uh, 
uh, how you know you relieve your that stress levels and you go deep inside you the the practice that the silence that you practice i really love this and resonate with this topic because i too follow a shivya practice where we practice this silence where we witness things we go deep inside we just sit for uh, 15 to 20 minutes in silence and we witness whatever is happening in the body in the life so that we get time to you know uh time to actually evaluate where we are going wrong or where we are going right what we can do it's just a way of witnessing and uh, coming to awareness to self awareness so that you can look forward and uh, move ahead in the right direction uh, with proper self awareness techniques so silence is always mandatory you know you should sit in silence that we call somebody call it meditation somebody call it anything any kind of healing or reiki or anything but it is mandatory so thank you so much over to you too thanks divi all right i have a shift in our energy i have a question for everyone and what's between a regular round and a lightning round hmm maybe like a gardening round i don't know like going around this room right now with a question but not a lightning round so much as a brief response and whatever comes to your heart and so witnessing came up divi brought witnessing up what have i witnessed about myself in the last 24 hours hmm i'll start i'm tate i've been witnessing in the last 24 hours how much i get in the hamster wheel and turn and burn and grind to get things done i witnessed that i don't continue uh that i continue to run in the wheel even when i get a headache and so something i'm going to do differently is i'm getting off the hamster wheel right now i'm going to after this beautiful space i'm going to go and get some healthy food for dinner and enjoy a nice healthy dinner uh so that i can be in restful spirit for our initial uh coaching call tonight with uh 30 day accelerator i'm running and that's what that's what i've witnessed and that's what i'm going to do does that make sense to everybody um if you'd like to participate please do um and so i'm just going to go ahead and uh first off i think i'll hand over to maggie because i know maggie has some really good insights here and then after that maggie just hand it off to someone else Okay, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. In the last 24 hours, I've been witnessing a lot about myself in the last few days just coming back from just for anyone who wasn't here at the very very beginning, I think it was Kate and I. I was just at an experience called Burning Man where basically you're you're away from every civilization out in the desert, no running water, no electric, no cell phone service, camping, surviving and connecting with people in a very authentic and loving way and from that experience I've been witnessing how much I really enjoyed that and how much I really want to create more in-person experiences um and have more in-person connection experiences so I'm going to 
find them to participate in and then create them myself um, because I've realized how much I need it and I want it and it, it's good for the soul just to, to give a physical hug <laughs> to someone. So thank you. Who wants to go next? I can go. Um, so in the last 24 hours, and thank you, Dave and Maggie, for sharing and Dave for this really cool question. Um, in the last 24 hours, I have reconnected with my inner dude, and I realized how amazing he is. And I'm super thankful for that. Um, I'm currently in a program um, with a group of women and the assignment for this week was to reconnect and dress up as our inner dude and it was absolutely an amazing experience and I highly recommend it to everyone either dressing up as the inner dude or the inner lady whatever you choose um, but it's it's been a really really nice experience and just remembering that there is more to myself than just my feminine side um, is really nourishing and that's all for me. Thanks, Umaima. Does that mean I'm going to have to search the back of my closet for my old drag wig and bring out my my inner queen? Yes, please. And let's have a room <laughs> with our inner dudes and ladies. <laughs> I, that's such a beautiful experience, or a bit beautiful thought. You know, I love that. And uh, you know, just curiosity, what workshop is that umaima um so i'm doing a uh program called unique with uh, my coach and her name is laila al-kadri um and it's a 10 week long program where um we go through different um aspects of building a business and building it the feminine way um, and part of it is also to reconnect with the masculine because obviously we all have both aspects. And sometimes I even like to use yin and yang, yang instead of feminine and masculine because it's easier for, for some people to connect with. Um, but it's basically the recognition that we all have both aspects and both qualities within ourselves and how to hone and, and utilize both to actually be in the world in the most authentic way and build our businesses in the most authentic way and um, not burn out and not get all the aspects of being an entrepreneur that can be really, really draining and just doing it in a really um, sustainable way. Mm, wow. Rat race be damned. <laughs> That's exactly why I left the corporate world. So I'm trying not to do that again in my entrepreneurship life. Oh, isn't that interesting how those defaults come back because we're used to them? So I'm going to turn back to the question, how do you witness your ego and come back to your awareness? Uh, who would like to uh, share next? Let me share my what I have been witnessing. So, 
from last to 20 or i would say 15 to 20 days i have been you know very much inconsistent and off kind of off you know i was not posting on instagram and things like that so i witnessed in last 24 hours that the junction you are doing a lot you are focusing on lot of stuff at the same time you want to do your youtube channel you want to do your podcast you are working in a company you want to help your clients you are collaborating you are networking you are connecting and your treatment is also going on so just please be focused and be at the present moment focus at one thing first that's what i witnessed in last 24 hours and i want to be so consistent that i should take one thing at one time and complete it and then focus on the next thing because from last 15 to 20 days there are some anxieties that are going that i have to do this i have to do this i have to do this and that is not taking me anywhere anywhere so that's what i have witnessed and i'm kind of working on that also so yeah over to you tyler now it's your turn i want to hand over mic to tyler yeah so there we go all right um well in the last 24 hours um what i've witnessed is uh come to understand that balance that i need in order to focus um kind of piggyback and i guess off what you said there fam but um i've got a lot of ambition um and i've also in the last 24 hours come to understand that there's influence folks look at me as a, a different source of inspiration I, i know that a lot of kids um where i'm from in greensboro north carolina um uh, they don't necessarily have the same outlook or haven't had the same outlook that I've been able to have uh in life so for me it's just about being um consistent with myself uh for for a long time I was consistent with everyone else but for me really taking a look back at everything that I want to accomplish and the opportunities that are uh, before me now uh I realized that you know having balance with myself and being all right with not actually so much of myself all the time to any one thing um it's quite all right and um that's a, that's major for me cuz i did not get that coming up um and i uh, believe I, i had a conversation with Tate actually earlier today where i spoke to that with just i was always going so fast that i didn't have a chance to actually look at what was happening around me and it's only been in slowing down where I've come to understand myself better and really realize more of who I am um and it's a that's a beautiful thing for me because it, it it's brought peace to my mind which has been everything uh but so that, that's what it is for me and I'll pass mine over to Divi because I believe you had your own too Let's see. I think Divi just uh went. Uh thanks Ty. Thank you. <laughs> you know what I noticed about your backgrounds here on Clubhouse, Ty and Divi is that they're opposites. Uh Ty, you've got a sort of off-white background. It's just empty. Divi, you have a a black, a jet black background. That's also empty. And it reminds me of the emptiness or the emptying that we do out of our minds uh the empty mind uh i listen to muji quite a bit recently and he has these uh <laughs> this empty 
empty, 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 empty out the mind. And to do that as a business person and to be conscious as an entrepreneur is a big, big challenge. So thanks, Ty, for sharing that. And Divi, thanks for yours as well. And um, we have a few minutes left. But before we get to Raj and Pam and Phil, uh, so be ready. <laughs> I would uh, like to just mention out there to our podcast listeners, thank you. You know, thank you for being here present with us and listening. Uh, this is about conscious entrepreneurship. We're supposed to enjoy our lives. And part of our lives are what we do with our business. Enjoying our business means giving value to people and seeing people resonate with that value. And so if you have resonated with this room today, um, go ahead and follow over on my Instagram at Billion Dollar Growth. And in the bio, you can come on into our new media collective. It's a group of conscious entrepreneurs who strive toward authenticity, life-lasting relationships, networking-wise, and uh, a unique learning community. So thank you for that. And we'll return back to this question of how do I witness my ego and then come back into my awareness. Uh, and I haven't yet heard yet. I haven't yet heard today from Raj. Uh, so Raj, what do you say, my friend? Hey, Tate, how you doing? I uh, just wanted to say good evening to the room. Um, I do apologize for being late. I was co-moderating uh, the Mendable Mental Health Awareness Room today. Uh, um, so that ran a little bit over. It was a pretty powerful room. It's pretty good. So, yeah, I do apologize. Um, okay, so what have I witnessed in the last 24 hours? Okay, I've witnessed that um, I've been helping a lot of people in the last 24 hours. So I've got this free 30-minute consultation where I get artists and businesses to uh, have a chat with me. And then what I do is I help them with marketing strategies and give them some free tips, give them some advice and guidance, and then they go away. But what I haven't done for myself is look after my own mental state because being on, let's say, five, six, ten calls in a day can be mentally draining one after the other, you know? So what I've realized is that I need to be a little bit more conscious or a little bit more conscious of my mental state. So what I've done is I've scheduled in my calendar now that a Friday for me is a day off, you know? So I have no calls scheduled in. Friday for me is a time to reflect, a time to take a break, and a time to, as we said in this room, is to have silence. You know, um, and speaking of silence, I normally schedule in posts very consistently on all of my social platforms. And I have chose to take a break. So that is my silence. It doesn't necessarily need to be vocal. It can be social silence as well sometimes. So I'm not posted as regularly as I'd like um, because I want to take a break from it. And I've taken a nearly a two week break from all of my socials. I've just posted one post, I think it was on Monday or Tuesday with my nephew on Instagram. But apart from that, um, I've got one post going up tomorrow or probably one on Saturday. And then after that, I will probably resume as normal. But I just wanted to take a little bit of time out, a little bit of a break, just 
basically look after myself, my inner self, you know, and just give myself a bit of a break from everything and just reflect. And as you know, Tate, I've been on vacation. So I've been away on my vacation. I've been away on family wedding. You know, I've come back and I thought, do you know what? I'm going to take a week out. I'm not going to schedule any posts. I'll, I could take care of that next week. You know, there's another day, there's another week, and also there's another year. You know, so we don't take care of ourselves. Our businesses will fail. And it, as the saying goes, if you don't have no um, uh, mental state, you cannot look after your business. Your business. So no health, no wealth. That's my opinion on it. And when I mean no health, no wealth, I mean no health in terms of mental state, physical state. You cannot look after your wealth. That could be family. That could be your loved ones. And that doesn't necessarily mean financial, but it can be your business, which is your livelihood to look after your family. So having said that, I'm going to pass it back over to you, Tate. And I think we've got James in the house. I'm going to bring him up as well. And that's me done. Thank you. Thank you, Raj. Thank you so much. Oh, wow. You know, for, so Raj is the real deal when it comes to a person who is, who, who is a PR and marketing, uh, truly an expert in the field and who knows always more and more and more because he's a lifelong learner. And I see Raj as like, you know, a shaken pop bottle full of carbonated, you know, carbonated water and I've opened the top and it just fit he fizzes out but it never stops Raj is that kind of a person who will work so hard for you for your business and with even very little break for himself and it's really refreshing to hear you say that Raj that you're taking time uh, because we don't want you to burn out the world needs your energy for sure <laughs> All right. Welcome, welcome, James. Great to have you up on the stage here. And Lily, too. Um, we are recording this room for our Billion Dollar Mind podcast. So you're aware, we your voice will go out into the podcast sphere. Now, I want to bring back to Pam, because Pam was next in answering our question. In the last 24 hours, what have you witnessed about your own ego and how have you come back to your awareness? So, Pam, I lovingly hand you over the microphone. Oop, maybe Pam is occupied at the moment, which is no problem. We will come back to her. So um, I want to send it over to Phil. Phil. What have you witnessed about the podcast mogul? What have I witnessed in the last 24 hours uh, about having my ego kind of checked? Well, um, <clears throat> just recently, actually yesterday, I had the opportunity to interview uh, someone else who is very large in the podcasting world, someone who is probably a few levels above me uh, and someone I admire. He's on my top 10 list of dream guests. And I completely... Uh, in my eyes, look like an amateur after having done over 200 uh, episodes and pri providing so much value to people. When I look back on the episode, I looked uh, like a, a child uh, interviewing a, 
a, a, a teacher, like not knowing anything and what to do. So it was humbling to see that and uh, help me bring back my roots to know that uh, that I can be humbled and uh, by someone who's further along in their uh, their life than I am. So that's pretty much what I learned in the last 24 hours. Thank you. Thanks for sharing, Phil. That that vulnerability of being on stage. Woo! It's a difficult thing to be on stage because everybody hears you or sees you. Uh, oh, that really ignites my ego too. So thank you for sharing that. And congratulations on uh, being able to communicate through the airwaves with one of your with one of your top 10 folks that you wanted to interview. That's amazing. And Phil does an amazing job of recording our room for the Billion Dollar Mind. And he has an amazing podcast business and is a conscious entrepreneur too. So um, let me ask Pam if she's available to answer a question, the question of how have you witnessed your ego and how have you come back to awareness? So Pam, if you're there, go ahead and unmute and uh, share what you'd like to share. All right, so we are going to move on. And Pam, flash your mic if you're back and you'd like to share, no problem at all. So Lily and James, it's so great to see you on stage. I don't want to put you on the spot right away. What I want to ask you is uh, Lily and James, in that order, would you mind introducing yourself and tell us how coaching has to do with what you do as a business? Uh, we'll start with Lily. So great to have you here, Lily. I'm handing you the microphone, my friend. Hello. Um, it's nice. It's nice to meet you all. Um, well, uh, today's topic is very nice. A billion dollar mind podcast. Uh, for me, a billion dollar mind is a happy and a really um the person who has a dream come true. So yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Thank you, Lily, so much. And I love your name, Lily Blossom. It's beautiful and you are a pet lover and it shows that you also love nature. And so welcome to the New Media Collective. We hope you keep coming back. I'm gonna give the microphone to, you're welcome, Lily. I'm gonna give the microphone to James, who I have seen in the, I believe, the Mendable Rooms and some other ones. And so James, I would absolutely love to hear from you in the last 24 hours how you've witnessed your ego and come back to your awareness. Ooh, um, I just want to say hi, Kate. Um, it's the first time I think I've actually directly spoke to you. So, um, that's a really, really interesting question because um, yesterday, um, my younger brother he had he had some news to me about um about an interview he had with um with um with an employer, and um when he come back, um, he was telling me about how. He sensed that the guy was really genuine, um, and uh, um, he was really hopeful. He said, uh, "Oh, I, I really think I have the job, James." And I was saying, "The you know you 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 need to you need to protect yourself um, and not be 
overly hopeful because unfortunately the world isn't that nice of a place. And um, I think I articulated, I articulated it different, but um, but ultimately, um, yeah, I was given some. Um, I would I could perceive as a, a a good bit of advice of advice as an older brother. But and then on the other hand, I'm I'm using my own subjective experience of um, having having these um, interviews where um, it's not it's not a case of the person is a nice or a genuine person. So um, yeah, I feel like and and I instantly acknowledged it and I apologized and I said no, I, I do. I do, I do think and hope the the situation is how you think it is. Just obviously, I have anxiety and my own issues, and I don't obviously think the best of people. <laughs> but yeah, that's James, and that's my answer. <laughs> oh, thank you, James. You're JJ Jambo. Yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. <laughs> I was. We were voice messaging yesterday. I love VM or the day before, and it was great to connect with you and. That's what this is all about, everyone. I mean, it's about connections, not conversion. If anyone can hear that again, it's about connections, not conversion. In the world of entrepreneurship, in what we do as coaches, if I can connect with you and you can trust me, um, it doesn't matter what all the buzzwords are. It doesn't matter the no like trust. It doesn't matter the Instagram algorithm. It doesn't men- matter if I mention Clubhouse in the Instagram uh, uh, a comment. I'm a person that loves to mention Clubhouse in the Instagram comments, and I don't really care about the algorithm. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. But, you know, I guess the point is that we are all connected, and that is really a true uh, that is where truly things uh, begin and end for us all so I did want to go back to see if Cam had flashed her mic if she wanted to share anything last other than that we'll kind of get started moving toward the end here I did want to reintroduce Maggie from of the Awoke app a coach uh, herself and a, a journeyer in life she facilitates her own app development and community of coaches. So if you are a coach and you want to belong to a community of coaches in any type of coach, um, basically you work with people. Her Awoke app is going to be a place where you can meet and greet your clients. Connect, not convert, right? <laughs> with your clients. So uh, Maggie, I would love to pass the mic to you if you want to say anything about where you are with awoke and how excited you are to be working with your beautiful team of people um i'm going to give you the mic to have sort of a last word here as we wrap up for the day my friend oh you're so sweet hey thank you um hi everyone my name is maggie and as kate mentioned i'm creating Awoke, um, which is a community for connection. Um, the, the idea behind Awoke is to really have a social media, um, a platform, a community outside of traditional social media that exclusively is focuses on personal development. So it's a safe space for people to go to if they are looking to become their best 
or continue to be their best or be around like-minded people, teachers, mentors, coaches, um, all of the above. Like they say, um, you know, you are who you, you know, the five top five people you surround yourself with. So really want to create a community where it's easier for people to find that like-minded community and also for coaches to be able to have a place to have not have all the noise of traditional social media and be able to serve their community and others more effectively. Um, right As of right now, I, I have a container that's opened up just to coaches and just really building it um, with the coaches right now, um, looking for anybody who's heart-centered and service-focused because I believe if you put your authentic self out there and you come from a place of really wanting to to help someone, the conversions will come from that. And we don't need to be super salesy forward um, as things have been in the past. You will magnetize what is meant for you by being your authentic self is my philosophy and what I believe. So, um, so yeah, if you're interested, find me on Instagram. I would love to connect with you and get to know you. Um, really just creating beautiful connections with each other where we can we can help each other grow uh-huh. and become the best versions of ourselves. So thank you, Tate. Uh, I've I will been have to, on, um, I've been I'm going to have to leave on, here about eight minutes, though. I just, just want to let you know. We are about wrapped up here, Maggie. I just want to say that I've been on several of Maggie's coaching Zoom calls, myself involved, and uh, since I put my accelerator together, I've been uh, not able to make them, and I miss them because the atmosphere there is uh, just exactly what this room has been today. Consciously aware of each other and just, you know, relaxed atmosphere. And so if you are a coach that wants to find a community to belong to and be able to do all of the things Maggie said, you can go to her Instagram. She has a form to fill out and then you will be welcomed into the community of conscious coaches over at the Awoke app for development. Um, So I also did want to mention that Umaima is connected uh, with Maggie and awoke and um you know i just wanted to you know this isn't like a big advertisement in my opinion this is like communication to the masses to come and join this thing because uh it's going to be really beautiful distraction free from the social media world um is a great thing so uh as we sort of just bring the train to a gentle slow stop into the station and take a breath we just recall that today we've been talking about our ego first we started with ego and showing up as our highest selves and how do we separate the two or maybe more so how do we become a whole of both an integrated whole and becoming aware means that we see it um, that we are no longer unconscious to all of the things that drove us before uh, by the way, I'm reading off a crib sheet. I take notes from what people have said so we can summarize. That's the teacher in me. One person said today, I, I, I am one with my ego, not two separate beings. Um, and then I loved what Anthony said about questions to ask why times three. The first time you ask why, uh, they're going to give you the answer about what you think about them. 
The second time you ask why, they're going to give you the answer you think you want to hear. And then the third time you ask why, they truly will let you know how they feel. And that's so important for us working with our clients and and, and uh, be as a coach. So, And then, Omaima, I'll remember this forever. How's your heart? Just asking, how's your heart? <laughs> oh, so, and I hope that everyone got some energy out of this room, not only here live, but also uh, in the in the other dimension of time where you're listening on the podcast, Billion Dollar Mind. We thank you for your attention and your attendance because those are the two most valuable things that you possibly have. So to uh, so just kind of uh, wrap, we always kind of spend a moment um, just reflecting as we did. And then if you feel the need to come and join us, in the New Media Collective, you can come to my bio, Billion Dollar Growth, one word on Instagram. You can tap on in and join our private community there. The only investment is your time and attention, which I probably should say the only investment is like $10,000 because that's not even worth as much as your time and attention. But no, it's free. It's free for you to come and be engaged with us. Thanks again for joining us today on the Billion Dollar Mind podcast and in Clubhouse in the BDG New Media Collective room. We meet Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. And I'm going to save the last word for anyone who has something on their chest, on their heart. I want to say thank you, Tate. You're awesome. We appreciate you holding this space for us. I receive your energy. Thank you. Pam, thanks. I receive your energy and honor. And thanks, everybody. So come back and join us next Tuesday at 3. And we'll we'll be ending the room in 5, 4, 3,